Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. In this episode, Prem Rawat is invited to speak in Hiroshima, Japan. This week marks the 75th anniversary of the dropping of the first atomic bomb on the 6th of August 1945. Prem poignantly evokes the day the bomb was dropped and its impact on humanity. For more information about Prem, head over to www.premrawat.com. So, hello everyone. I hope you're all well. I'm going to take a few minutes and talk a little bit about what happened in Hiroshima. And the reason for that is you who are here all know what happened. But still to this date, there's a lot of people in this world who have no idea what happened. When I was growing up in India, I did not know that an atomic bomb had been dropped over Japan, in fact, two. I did not learn about this <clears throat> till I actually came to the West. I also did not know that my father, at the time when the bomb was dropped, had actually written a letter to Kennedy and to uh, Jawaharlal Nehru, I guess it was later, saying that Something needed to be done. This was not acceptable. That was a long time ago. But let's just, if we can, for a minute, go back to that fateful day. And it was actually a Monday, August, beautiful day. And people were going about their business. Everybody knew there was a war, but people were living in Hiroshima and they had to do what they had to do. Monks were going to the temples. Housewives were going shopping. People were going to their offices. They had all had Sunday off. And so, it was a normal day, it was a sunny day, it was a warm day. And the idea 
that in a few minutes, approximately 400,000 people would be wiped out, was not in their thinking. That earlier that day, a American weather plane had come by just to check out the weather. A threat was sounded, the sirens were sounded, but then it was canceled once they realized it was just a weather scouting airplane. When you begin to learn to live with the sirens, it's a very different world. And most of the generation today has not experienced it. And the reason why I am talking about this is that there is a whole generation that doesn't know. My message is taken around the world and maybe they will get to know what happened. So, normal day, warm day, a plane takes off from Tinian Island, armed with a bomb. A big bomb. The name of the airplane is Angola Gay. The captain has a mission at hand. It's a top secret project. Everybody needs to act sharp. They do. And somehow, as this aircraft rolls down the runway and lifts off, the fate of hundreds of thousands of people is being sealed. Before this, there is a huge amount of confusion. Huge. Japan's army has finally reached a conclusion that people of Japan no longer want a war. Japan is desperately now looking for partners who could negotiate the terms of surrender. The only country that Japan, that was an important country that Japan hadn't picked a war with was Russia. So they chose Russia, Stalin at that point, to help negotiate the terms of surrender. World War II has been over and the world leaders are discussing who gets what as the spoils of the war.
Stalin is not too keen in negotiating on behalf of Japan. There are some problems in the documents. And some of the problems in the document is whether the emperor will surrender or not. The culture does not allow the emperor of Japan to surrender. America doesn't really understand this. Japan does. All this confusion is going on, is afoot. Time is ticking by. And finally, on that fateful day, the airplane has gotten airborne out of Tinian. Captain takes off, he's clearing a few thunderstorms here and there. It's actually a beautiful day. The weather is exceptionally clear. The plane flies, and as it nears 8.15 in the morning, it's very, very close to its target. A bridge in a T configuration in Hiroshima comes in sight of the Bombardier. This is their target. The plane is unusually large and very high. People can see it. They know on the ground it's not a Japanese airplane. They're waiting for the wails of the sirens. But everything is very unusual. It's not your typical dive bomber. All of a sudden, around 8.15, the signal bombs away is given, the Bombay doors open, and the bomb is jettisoned. There still remains one minor possibility. And the minor possibility that remains is that this bomb may not go off. Because this is for the first time the bomb is being airdropped. It's never been tested. But, as the bombs away, signal is given, 
and the bomb detaches, everybody in the aircraft starts their timer. They're counting. 45 seconds after that, everything goes according to a horrible plan. Radioactive bullet fires in the bomb, triggering this mass to start self-consuming itself. And as it does, a tremendous amount of energy is outputted. This all begins at about 1900 feet, the bomb detonates. Only 800 feet from its target, but it detonates. There were people on the ground whose bodies experienced 4,000 degrees Celsius. Their bodies vaporized beyond ash. Gone. Not a trace. You can see the buildings that remain, but you cannot see is the remains of those people who vaporized because there are no remains of those people who were vaporized that day. Not a trace of their existence remains. What happened? What brought humanity to such a point that it turned against humanity, humans turning against humans. in such an unhumane way. Was what happened in World War II part of it? Yes. Was every war that happened on the face of this earth Part of it? Yes. It was as though each war was a progression towards this most inst 
intense transgression against mankind. And where did it begin? It began in the minds of human beings. People who were not monsters. They did not have fangs. They did not have horns. But they were like you and I. Not any different. They had families. Children, parents, uncles, aunts, cousins, nephews. Indeed. Indeed. Were they Educated? Of course. So what is this thing called a conflict that can possess a human being? to such an extent that mass devastation becomes acceptable. Now, let's stop there. That's pretty intense. After all, I'm here to talk about peace. <laughs> I'm not here to scare you. So let's try to understand what is this conflict. A few days ago, I was in Australia. And where I was, we were talking about digging a hole. We needed to dig a hole. So I said to the architect, I said, oh, I was just joking. I was just, you know, I have, I like humor. I like to laugh. 
So I said, oh, by the way, this hole is going to be really cheap. Because we already have a hole. A few miles away, we already have a hole. All we need to do is bring that hole and put it here. I was laughing, the architect was laughing. Then I started thinking, oh my God, how do you move a hole? Can you move a hole? Can you actually move a hole? So here's the question. A hole is or isn't? I'm Tilly Steele. And I'm Helen Monk. And this is Bitchin'. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, why do you read the Wikipedia page? <laughs> it's good to practice. Yeah. A podcast where every week we talk about a different person. So how old was he when he first popped on the scene? That's a great If question. you say he was my age, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking die. And we veer wildly off track. Pop that Prosec. <laughs> Available on all your podcast apps. That's not right. Can you not say er in the advert? (laughs) Available on all your podcast platforms. Just search Bitchin or Great Big Owl. We'll see you there. That was all right. (laughs) Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss is that that difficult of a question is a hole is or isn't are you sure you're sure you're sure a hole isn't But don't we go, there is a hole there. Be careful, there is a hole there. So, 
if a hole isn't, how can it be there? So is, is well, well, excuse me, which one is it? Is, is there a hole or not a hole? So I think I have found a flaw in people's, the way people express, right? There's a flaw. We say there is a hole and we really have started to think of a hole as something that there is when a hole is not. I don't know how to express this. <laughs> English language isn't quite designed for this. So, just like the whole, we think anger is something. What if anger is a whole? What if confusion is a whole? What if conflict is a whole? Because if you're trying to treat a whole as something, then my logic that I express to the architect would be correct. This hole will be cheap because we already have one. We just bring the hole here and we'll be done. So, we want peace. And we know this is what we have been told. How we're going to get peace? Stop the war. But what if war is a whole? Nothing in itself. It's a whole. It's a, it is lacking something. It is a negative. It is not a positive. It is a negative. It cannot be manipulated. It cannot be moved. It cannot be changed. It's an absence, not a presence. Peace is presence. Absence of peace is war. And we are trying to get rid of war. And the only way you can get rid of war is not by trying to stop the wars, but is to bring the peace. Because peace is, war isn't. So if our strategy is to try to manipulate a negative, we will never be successful. People go. It is human nature to want to fight. I disagree. It is not human nature to want to fight. It's not true. 
In fact, if you look at history, there have been more times when people have not fought than fought. When people are not threatened, they don't want to fight. When there is plenty to eat, people don't want to fight. When there is plenty of water, people don't care. Look at civilizations in Iraq, in Syria, in Iran. They welcomed different tribes. They welcomed different societies into them. This was what, in fact, today Turkey is. Turkey was the end of the Silk Road and traders used to come and go from all over Asia and Turkey embraced them all. What was happening in Iraq? In Syria? In these empires, people were welcomed. Come! Artisans were brought. They were welcomed. When there was enough, there was enough. But when there wasn't enough, then the wars happened. What is the state of the world today? There is more to eat than there ever has been. Over 45% of the food produced is wasted. There is more food now than there ever has been, and there's still wars continuing. Why? What creates this conflict? Aha! can't manipulate the conflict because it is an absence. In you, you have to realize that then you lies the peace. What is peace? Is peace some idea, utopia? Is that what peace is? Everybody will be dancing. Everybody will have flower in their hair. Everybody will go like this. Peace, peace. Nobody will argue. No problems in the parking lots. Is your vision of peace a, a utopia? Is it? If it is, you're mistaken. 
Because what does utopia mean? Do you know what utopia means? Utopia comes from two words. O-U, Greek, meaning not. And topography, meaning place. Utopia actually means no place. <laughs> it actually means no place. And so everybody has a dream about this place that doesn't exist. That's not peace. So let me tell you what peace is. Peace is all that is good in you. Peace is the serenity in you. Peace is the kindness in you. Peace is the gentleness in you. Peace is the understanding in you. Peace is the appreciation in you. Peace is the light in your heart. Peace is the joy in you. Peace is the divine in you. Peace is the acceptance of the blessing in you. Peace is the coming and going of this breath in you. Peace is beauty that you are. You have woken up to your world. But you have not woken up to this one thing called life. You know everything about this world. You know it's round. You know there is a sun. You know there is a moon. You know there are stars. You know there are oceans. You know there are rivers. You know there is a forest. You know there is a desert. You know there is an uncle. You know there is an aunt. You know there is a father. You know there is a mother. You know there is bread. You know there is wheat. You know there is rice. You know there is fish. You know about your spices. You know about the rain. You know about this world. You also know there are wars. You also know there's hunger. You also know there's famine. You also know there's fire. You also know there's storms. You also know there's hurricanes. You also know there's typhoons. You know 
about your world. But do you know about life? Life begins with this breath. Breath. And in this life, there's the possibility of peace. In this life, there's the possibility of understanding. In this life, there's the possibility of knowing. There's the sun that gives light, not eight, nine, ten, eleven hours a day, but day and night that lights up your heart. Wake up to the world of life. Wake up to the world of joy. Wake up to this inner beauty, this existence. This is the song you need to hear. This song, the song of life, makes your heart dance. You feel good. Not because of what you might get. You feel good. Not because of what you have lost. But you feel good because what you understand you have been given is the greatest gift of all. If we don't understand that this life is a gift, then you think The last bomb was the one that was dropped over Nagasaki? That's it? You're wrong. If ignorance prevails, if ignorance prevails, That will not be the last one. There will be more. In nineteen forty five, Hitler almost had a bomb. Not quite. 
in 2018, do you have any idea how many countries have one? In 1945, there was one. You know how many countries have it in 2018? I'm not here to offend anybody, but you can go figure it out. It's pretty easy. The chances of the same stuff that drove that happening again are very good. And without this changing, it'll happen again. It is not the soldiers who want to fight. There was a time, <laughs> you know, there was a time when the kings used to be in the front. And if the king didn't want to get killed, he negotiated very hard. Now these kings they are not supposed to be kings, but they pretend they are. They sit in their lofty offices. They carry with them red-colored emergency phones. And there is an entire group of people who are just waiting for their order. And they will push the buttons and will happen all over again. What makes, and if you came here as, as, as a tourist, the first time perhaps, like me, to Hiroshima, I went and I saw, I saw the monuments, I read what was written, And at the end of the day, it was a very sobering moment. It wouldn't have been so impactful if it would have been, oh yeah, this is what happened and it'll never happen again. Cool. Great! <laughs> the sobering part of it was there is nothing in place, nothing in place to not let it happen again. There is nothing in place. If you come home 
And you walk into your bathroom, and your bathroom smells terrible, really bad. And you go, and you realize it's the toilet. It smells really bad. So you throw away the toilet. It still smells bad. Why? You threw away the toilet, why should it smell bad now? Because what you were smelling was not the toilet. The smell was coming because of another reason. This pipe going from the toilet is going to the sewage tank and the sewage tank is blocked. And that's why the smell was coming through the toilet into your bathroom. Throwing away the toilet isn't going to take care of that. What caused these bombs to be created is that conflict that exists in a human being unless that conflict has been taken care of by filling it because it's a hole, remember? You can't throw it out. You can't dig up a hole and throw it out. Can you? Can you dig up a hole and throw it out? No, because there'll still be a hole there. There'll be a bigger hole. And it's the same thing. The conflict has, is a hole. It has to be filled. And that conflict can only be filled by peace. And peace is understanding. Peace is that joy. I already told you what that is. Peace is simple. Open your eyes and see what you have. Not make an inventory of what you don't have. What you don't have isn't going to help you. What you do have is going to help you. When you are getting to, when you are still at home and getting ready to go out, That is the time, that is the only time when you can look and say what you don't have and get it. But once you leave your home, now having the list of what you don't have isn't going to help you because the only thing that is going to help you is what you do have. Before you leave home, if you are missing the cookies, go in your cupboard, get the cookies and put them in. But once you are out of your home and you don't have the cookies, imagining cookies, 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 
is not going to help you. The only thing when you get hungry that's going to help you is what you do have, not what you don't have. The journey of life is afoot. The journey of life is afoot. In this journey, what you don't have isn't going to help you. What you do have is going to help you. And what you do have is amazing. It's within you. You need to understand that. A lot of people, when it comes to the idea of peace, when it comes to the idea of conflicts, they go, it is so complicated. Why? Why is it so complicated? Why? Because we have made it complicated. There are 7,000 definitions of peace. Peace is one thing, but there are 7,000 definitions of peace. You see something, it's like a gun, a huge gun. And sometimes they have them at the old forts. They have these huge guns. And somebody writing a plaque at the bottom of it, this is a symbol of peace. Now how is this a symbol of peace? The wars are not about the gun, my friends. The wars are about what you can fit in a bowl. It's called food. It's about the water. And today, it has become our desires. Who? I ask you a question. Who determines if you are successful or not? You? You or other people? Huh? Do you? Do you? When you go to school, who determines you passed? You or your teacher who gives you the marks? When you have a job, who determines you, you did right? The boss who gives you a paycheck or you?
Wow. You don't know who's responsible here, who's going to, who determines you're successful, you or somebody else? You do. You do. You really do. You really do. You really do. And when you throw a party and none of your friends show up, you're fine. No, I'm not saying it has to be. But is that the way it is? How does it make you feel when you say to your husband, good morning, honey? And he says, nothing. That's right. And one day he doesn't come home. Yes, exactly. Because it is the same thing of not saying anything in another way. One is a habit. One is a statement. Approval and disapproval is not up to you. It should be. I agree. But it is not. It should be up to you. But it isn't. Because you care about what other people think of you. Now the question is, who's living your life? You or somebody else? Are you in the passenger seat or are you in the driver's seat? Have you been in a car before? Anybody? You've been in a car before? Yes? Raise your hand, please, if you've been in a car. You think there is a difference between the passenger seat and the driver's seat? So, in your car, are you in the passenger seat or the driver's seat? You would like to think you are in the driver's seat, but are you? That's the question. Are you? Are you? There are three things in your existence. Birth. You're alive. And one day you have to go. Death. I'm simplifying, okay? I know there's a lot more things, but I'm simplifying. You were born. You are alive. And one day you have to go. 
You had no control over when you were born. You really don't have much control over when you're going to go. But between those two, the coming and the going, you do have control. question is, are you? No, dude, the only reason why I say this is because if you are not, you should be. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to say, ah, excuse me, I don't want frustration in my life. Excuse me, I don't want anger in my life. Excuse me, I want joy in my life. Excuse me, I want peace in my life. Excuse me, I want to feel good every day. Because if it isn't incumbent upon other people, then I am at their mercy. Their approval makes me feel good, then I am at their mercy. And I have to do what I have to do to please them. <laughs> so, that, so that they can say, you're doing good, you're doing What's really difficult about life? What's really difficult about life? Do you know? Like a tape recorder, it doesn't have buttons. Pause, stop, rewind. I mean, if I missed yesterday, then I would like to pause, rewind. Let me try this again. Please, let me try this again. If, if, if in, a, in, a, in, a, in a moment I feel really angry, really angry, really angry, I know what's going to happen after my anger. I'm going to feel bad. I could just pause, rewind. Let me try this again. So because there are no buttons, you are forced to live your life consciously, every day. And that's really difficult. <laughs> that's
path is really, really, really difficult. And the reason why it's difficult, because you're not set up for it. Two minutes, you live from your heart. Two minutes, you live from here. Two minutes here, two minutes 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 here. One minute, you have to be practical. One minute, ah. One minute, oh my God, I'm late. One minute, I'm so happy I'm alive. Third minute, Am I happy I'm late? Confusion, confusion, confusion. And then that's where everybody goes. Everybody goes, oh yes, we cannot be confused. So let's go to a training. Let's, let's go and read a book and let's find one of these people like me. But what I will tell you, straight. I will tell you. You don't need to be looking at me for peace. You should be looking at you for peace. Because your peace resides in you. My peace resides in me. I cannot give you my peace. You cannot give me your peace. I cannot give you my breath. You cannot give me your breath. And from that time, from that one wall to the other wall, not one moment can be exchanged. It's yours. It's mine. You, understanding you. You, understanding you. This is what Socrates said, know thyself, understanding the self. So, what I have to say is very simple. What you are looking for is within you. The question is, you say, how do I look inside? Same way you see your face. How do you see your face? If you want to see yourself, how do you see? With your eyes, you see the world. You see everybody's face, right? With these eyes, you see everybody's face, except yours. Now, if you want to see your face, what do you need? You need a mirror. 
You got that one right. You need a mirror. Not dependence. Independence. I'm about freedom. I'm talking about independence. That's where my message is so different. It so happens I do come sit down in a chair or sometimes I'm standing by a podium. I do talk in a microphone. That's it. The message is entirely different. Message is about freedom. Message is about know thyself. Message is you have the power to free you. When I say you know your world, now know your breath. Why do I say that? Because in that life, there's something so beautiful. I will leave you with one last thought. And um, wisdom doesn't all come at the same time. Believe me, it sometimes comes in little pieces. So one day I have this thought and I'll share it with you. If I'm looking for Buddha, now I have seen pictures of Buddha, I have seen statues of Buddha, and if I'm looking for Buddha, In this world today, how should I do it? How should I do it? Because should I be looking for somebody? that looks like the statues that I have seen, the pictures that I have seen. Because if I am, I won't find a Buddha. But if I am looking For someone who carries the wisdom 
who carries the benevolence, who carries the kindness, who carries the caring, then you have any idea how many Buddhas I will find? Millions. Millions. This Buddha wasn't about this. Buddha was about this. But made Buddha, Buddha, was not his face, but his benevolence, his caring, his sharing, his wisdom. That always lives. It never dies. It always lives. A lot of people, somebody very close to them passes away, they feel sorrow. They should. But because you've seen that person, you know you're attached to a face. Stop looking for the face. Start looking for the kindness. Start looking for the joy of that person. Start looking for the caring of that person. And you'll real, real, you will realize they're still here. Not in one, but in many. And many. And many. And many. This is the wisdom of life. Not the wisdom of the world, but the wisdom of life, the wisdom of this breath. So, this is what I wanted to say, and uh, I hope that, you know, I said a lot of things, Take what you need. Take what you need. When you go shopping, you go to a shopping center, you don't buy everything, do you? Only what you need. When you come listen to me, take what you need. Whatever you need. This is a big shopping center of mine. I talk about many things. Many, many things. Take what you need and use it. Remember. Remember, you are alive. Next time you are surrounded by problems, next time you have troubles, next time when things look very dark, Just remember, you are alive.
And watch what light can do. Light is a powerful thing. Light doesn't create objects. Light merely illuminates objects. That's all light does. Illuminates. But you, in your life, what you see is obstacles. You have become very good at looking at obstacles. You can recognize obstacles, can't you? Ooh, look, uh, mountain. <gasps> oh my God. I know <laughs> there's so many people, they're driving fast on the freeway. All of a sudden, they see a police officer parked. They slow down. So maybe the police officer is taking a break. No. You know, you know obstacle. Obstacle. Ah, <gasps> oh, problem. Right. My question to you is, how, how, do, how does it help? To look at the obstacles. How does it help? How can it possibly help you looking at the obstacles? So I was in England. Beginning of this year, I was in England. I was in London. I had to go quite a few times. I had to go to London. Traffic, 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 traffic. I'm in London and the car is going slower than the pedestrians. They're going faster. So I'm sitting in the car going, hmm, look. I'm just looking out. And all of a sudden I see a person who is visually challenged. And this man who is visually challenged, he has a stick. And he's going... Faster than the car. Faster than most of the pedestrians. Gone. Gone. Now I realize something. Seeing this person visually challenged with the stick. You know what I realized? All he cares about is the open path. Not the obstacles. He doesn't take his stick and go, pole, person, Bridge, car. No, he's not interested in the pole. He's not interested in the bridge. He's not interested in any of this. All he's interested in, where is it clear? And only the amount of space needed for him to go through. 
Not after that. So he's not going like, oh, la, 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 la. We would do that. We do that. Uh, the bridge up there. Who's going to walk on the ceiling? Oh, let me see. Okay. Over here. The, 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 there's a phone here. The, no. How wide is it? Oh, how wide is it? No. Just enough. And it just keeps going. Faster than the car. But what are you good at? You have eyes. You're not visually challenged. What are you good at? Problem. Problem, 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 problem. You never see the the way. You never see the clear path. Start looking at that clear path, not the problem. And there is always a path. Always. Always. There are people who live in Tibet. In this one village area, the big area they live. They have farms. No roads. And many of their children, they have to take them to Lhasa. The big town. How do they get there? Sheer cliffs everywhere. How do they get there? Because they weren't concentrating on the cliffs. They weren't concentrating on the mountains. They were concentrating on the path. And you know where they found it? By the river. They followed the river. Along the side of the river. The, where does the river go to? goes to Lhasa. They follow the river. Start in your life looking at the clear path, not the obstacles. Obstacles will do you no good. Look at the clear path. You'll go a long ways. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. We'll be back again next week. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on your nearest podcast platform. Thanks so much. See you next time. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-spot. The good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.